Josh, and then come back to the lake. Hey, we're back here on the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> Getting it all ready for you, the listener what out you call there. call show prep. <laughs> we're glad that you are waking up early with us. If you're listening to us via the airwaves of WBT Radio as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard from Charlotte, North Carolina. Of course, many of you join us digitally and we are glad. Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors is the podcast. It is available to you, for you, for subscription. Rate and review it. It helps other people find us. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, any of those places for highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, as well as, lastly, jessebrowns.com. That's where your hosts hang their hat. One of them is right over there that I was speaking with. Oh, that'd be Wes Lawson. That'd be me. Yes, it is. Over here with me on your left-hand side, Bill Barty. We come in to talk about outdoor things and the people that are making these outdoor things happen. And I don't know if this is good news or bad news. And Wes, you have it over there in hand. But something about what's happening in our world with the climate and it warming up a little bit has created, if I'm getting this correct, has created more big fish and or more big fish sightings. So mm. as before we delve all the way into this, and this would be purely anecdotal, but I know several old-timers that listen to the Carolina Outdoors that may want to argue that point. They may oh, say yeah. that it is not like it was. Big fish, that five-pound bass that was regularly caught out of that particular cove in the lake, is no longer there. They're all two and a half to three pound bass. Or where we used to catch, you know, a hundred of them, now we only catch a half a dozen or so. So with all of that being said and understood on the argument, this is um, some scientific stuff that has been done with data collection and whatnot. And it started off with a fish off the coast of Oregon, I believe. Yeah, it's a... uh 100-pound opa fish, which is a moon fish, and that's a tropical fish, and um, Oregon is not a tropical place, Bill. Ah. It's a long way away. And so there's that. That's a record-breaking fish, a 240-pound lake sturgeon near Detroit. And then earlier, yeah, back in June, we talked about that 661-pound stingray in Cambodia. Right. We just, yeah, you can hear that on highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, that segment. And what this is, is as water's warm, the fish, like that doesn't just make fish bigger or smaller. It does change their habitat and their feeding. And so if a tropical fish can extend its reproductive and food consumption Mm. range and can get, you know, new proteins, stands to reason it's probably going to get bigger. If you think about, to your point about bass ponds, one of the issues with frequent with bass ponds is is a management of the fishery and if you have you know too many bass or too many brim or too many sunfish or crappie or whatever it is it changes the sort of the ecosystem and, and who can get bigger um, but in this case yeah this is about uh, warmer waters have changed the ranges of a number of species and the species that are going to come out on top aren't cold water species it'll be salt water it'll be it'll be It'll be warm water, saltwater fish, especially. Um, you know, their their range is extending because, you know, we've moved the fence post farther out now. So as those waters get warmer, those fish can go farther because it's better for them. 
Well, and this has nothing to do with fish, but it makes me think of the same. And, and, and of course, you um, in, in, in managing the affiliation of the State Department yeah. at Jesse Brown's and travel, Russia is not a place necessarily that anyone is going intentionally, at least not for vacation. But um, where people used to be sent off for jail or exile in Siberia. Mm-hmm. Back when I was a kid or before during the Cold War, times like that, Siberia was a bad place that you were sent. Now, because everything has warmed up, Siberia, you're still being exiled or sent off, but it is a much more uh, milder temperature than it used to be. So it is, using air quotes, somewhat more tolerable for those people who are going there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a long way from anywhere. Uh, and it's still pretty desolate. Just like you know, people who go to Mongolia to to uh, catch taman on the fly. Mm-hmm. And we love to tell folks, you know, more people summit Everest annually than catch a six foot taman on a fly rod, uh, or the Kamchatka Peninsula of Russia. You know, some of the best trout fishing in the world. No one's going to be going there anytime soon, not from not our country. Not too soon. But so it's interesting, though, Bill, is, you know, we have known for years, decades, that the cod population has been on the decline. And a big part of that is because of, you know, overfishing, but also temperatures. But in Maine, the largest valued species in that fishery, in that state, is the American lobster. And the slight bump in temperature has made it very conducive to the productivity of that species. So lobster, American lobster in Maine are doing great again. So it's not always a bad thing. It's just a change. Um, you know, I don't make the facts, just reporting the facts. Um, you know, not not trying to divide the room on this issue. Um, but, yeah, it would be a little weird to be walking along the beach in Oregon and seeing a tropical fish. It's kind of weird in North Carolina when it's like, what is that? I've never seen that before. What is that species of fish? Because we're temperate. We're not tropical. Right. Um, you know, it's a little it's a little strange. Although there have been alligator sightings in uh, York County, in Lake Wiley, also in Lake Norman, which, you know, is usually, uh, usually not warm enough for that it is an invasive species and many attribute it to tourists who have gone to florida yep. who could buy the little 12 inch alligator on the side of the road and they brought it home and guess what happens <laughs> the alligator in gets too big and ends up going into the closest lake you can find and the water is warmer than it once was look whatever you got in florida Leave it in Florida, okay? <laughs> Whether that's a cough and a cold or whatever, leave it in Florida. With yeah. that being said, we welcome our Florida listeners who that's are right. listening we early. Love, we, love on you, a, we love you equally. <laughs> uh, early on a Saturday morning. Hey, but in related news, bringing it back up here, does this translate to the Charlotte Regional Convention Authority, uh, Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority, sorry, sorry CRVA, one of the biggest competitions in bass fishing just had an announcement that they are coming to Charlotte's Lake Norman, uh, Major League Fishing, um, CRVA, and Visit Lake Norman, uh, as well as Mecklenburg County Park and Rec Department, announced this week that Charlotte will host the Bass Pro Tour Championship event. 
um, and the MLF Outdoor Sports Expo March 10th through the 12th of 2023. So spring of 2023. I wonder if any of that big fish, because of warmer climate, will affect enough to uh, change the game for this new announcement of the Bass Pro Tours Red Crest 4 that's coming this way. That's going to be a lot of fun, I think, in general, but especially for our friends who, who live, work, and uh, recreate around that lake. If you've never seen a professional bass fishing tournament or even just those people leaving the boat ramp, yes, do yourself a favor and go. These people are um, scientific in their approach. They are deliberate in their movements. They are, they are true fish professionals, not just fishing and fish catching. They know exactly what's going on. It is mind-blowing to me. Um, fishing is fun for us. It is a lifestyle and a way to make a, a pretty good living for those people. Well, in recent weeks, uh, again, back to the podcast, highlights of the Carolina Outdoors available where you listen or just head over to jessebrowns.com. We were getting um, some advice from a former uh, professional mm-hmm. on the on the tour uh, Chris Hart, who yeah. was telling us how to catch bass during these warmer weather months that we are we are in, they are somebody to talk to, and definitely somebody to watch. It's been, ooh, has it been twenty years? No, fifteen good years since the tour came to Lake Wiley, um, and that was the Bassmaster Classic, and that was really something to see as you cross Buster Boyd Bridge. A lot of these tournaments are being made for viewers television viewers as well so you can keep up with different anglers and see what techniques they're using and what strategies they are using as in are we moving all over the lake and of course lake norman is the largest man-made freshwater body of water in north carolina this is the top 40 anglers uh um who are vying for the trophy and three hundred thousand dollars uh, as the top prize, three hundred thousand dollars to catch some fish is amazing. You know, Dave and I in the store constantly tell people who think that trout fishing is hard that still water bass fishing is infinitely more challenging than catching a trout in a stream. So my hats off to those folks who can make a living or a good run at doing that because that is no joke what they're about to do next year. No, it'll be exciting to watch and exciting to see and exciting to participate in. You know, Bill, if they need a St. Croix rod or some uh, some lures, we've got them. <laughs> exactly. We have everything from the fly rod to the conventional combo for you to take out there. Um, the MLF Outdoor Sports Ex- Expo will uh, participate in Charlotte at the Park Expo and Conference Center mm. and will showcase exhibitions, activities for fishing and outdoor fans. Um, and show a variety of outdoor activities, uh, boating, hunting, and camping, all included. So Carolina Outdoor listeners are going to be welcome. Um, And the lake has never hosted the Bass Pro Tour. So that was something I did not know. know Lake Norman, the largest North Carolina man-made freshwater body of water, has never hosted the Bass Pro Tour. Yeah, I, I figured this would be like the third or fourth or 15th time. That's crazy. So going back to that expo, are they going to be doing boat demonstrations inside, Bill? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> stay tuned for more news on if uh, Jesse Brown's uh, Outdoors will have a booth over there at that March through March 12, 2023 
event coming to North Carolina. Uh, CRVA is excited because it's kind of a recovery of hospitality and tourism for that industry because, as we all know, the past few years, what that has meant. And we at Jesse Brown's know how that recovery has been Mm -hmm. handled because of the number of travelers that have been coming into Jesse Brown's. Wes, maybe we can talk a little bit about that after the break. I think we should, and we should talk about how you will look in a Bassmaster's jumpsuit like what those NASCAR guys wear. Oh, we call those a kit. Got it. I'm going to get my Bassmaster kit. When you drive over the Triple B, the Buster Boy Bridge? <laughs> the, the Triple B. He's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We're going to talk about travel, whether it be local or international, and whatever you have going on as well right after these messages.